Hey guys, it's Lynn right back here with you on Seriously. I'm coming to you from anchor.fm front slash seriously. Or you know what? You can add me to your favorite podcast app on your smartphone or make sure to download these episodes to your laptop or home computer so you never miss an episode. So let's get into another edition of the Single Mom Diaries. Um, Today's episode is all about dating. Um, I think sometimes in that whole realm, especially if you've been married a long time and you go through a divorce and inevitably one is going to start dating before the other, it's hard and I get it. And I'm going to tell you straight up that While it is none of our business who our ex-spouse dates, it is absolutely our business if it starts to impede on our children's well-being. Does that make sense? We do not have the right to tell our exes who they can and cannot see But we absolutely have the right to be concerned about who is around our kids. Now, you have to be honest with yourself about why you're concerned. Is it because, A, you're feeling left behind? Is it, B, because you don't like the person that's with your ex? But why is it? Why don't you like that person? Is it because they're mean to the kids? Is it because they're trying to wriggle in and be their new mom? You're totally within the right to have an open discussion with your ex, if you can, about this. And it behooves both parties to be open and honest about this subject. Um, and again, by any means, it is not, it, it's neither party's place to say who you can be with, who you can't be with. I mean, you hope that um, your ex is with someone who's kind and that will be nice to your kids when the time comes. But let me also interject that there is a bit of a um, waiting period. And I will tell you, because I've had to deal with this a lot, um, having that revolving door of people coming in and out of kids' lives, just because your social life um is active doesn't mean it needs to impede on your time with your kids. You don't need to introduce every new girlfriend, every new boyfriend. Oh, this is my friend. Um, oh, this is my friend. She's going to come and have, you know, lunch with us or this is my friend. He's going to hang out and, you know, he has kids too. You know, you need to wait. Well, you need to wait like 3 months like before you tell people you're pregnant. You need to wait at least three to six months before you introduce your significant other to your kids just to make sure that they're going to stick around. Your kids suffer enough loss as it is. And when they have people kind of shuffling in and shuffling out of their life, it fucks them up. 
It really does. That's not to say that, you know, once they get to meet him, that everything's all hunky-dory. You have to be very mindful about the whole, I guess you could call it a game, of building relationships when you're a single parent. You know, it's not easy. But you also need to be very mindful about the person that you're getting involved with and why. Don't just jump into a relationship because you're lonely. The best advice that I received, and I took it to heart, and I absolutely, absolutely lived by it, was don't jump into a relationship because you're lonely. That is the worst type of relationship to have because you will settle for anything. And honestly, if you can't, if you cannot enjoy your own company and you can't enjoy the quiet times when there's no kids in the house, there's no noise, no nothing, if those times are, are just absolutely killing you and you can't be your own best company, you are not going to be a good partner to that person coming into your life because it's going to be under false pretenses because they're essentially coming in to save you from a situation that you should be saving yourself from. Uh, that's a lot of therapy I just threw down and that's all for free. Thank you very much. And that's another thing. Take that time instead of finding a replacement, take the time to do the personal work. There is no shame in that game. And I think every person that goes through a divorce should absolutely do personal work, should absolutely do and get some therapy. Because you know what? Those holidays that are now changed are going to suck. Those spring breaks where the kids go with one parent is going to suck ass. Your whole dynamic of how you do things is going to change. And you're going to have anger. You're going to have fear. You're going to have resentment. And you need to figure out how to deal with that. And that is so important. The other thing that I want to talk to you really quick about is... So it didn't work out with your ex. That doesn't mean that every person that's going to come into your life is going to be just like them. No matter why you broke up. Maybe it was because it was an abusive relationship. Maybe it was because there was a shit ton of infidelity. Oh, and just for the record, if someone cheats in their relationship with another person and goes to that next person, um, they're going to cheat again. Uh, and I and I firmly believe it may not be scientific, but let's be honest: once a cheater, always a cheater. But if somebody, if you, you can't prejudge that everybody is going to be like the person that you were married to, or that you were with for many, many years, it's that's that's just not how it goes. But you have to have your eyes open. So here's something that I want you to do: I want you to take a piece of paper out. And I want you to write down a list. And, it, and this is you creating that ideal person. This is you saying, these are the attributes. These are the characteristics. These are the things that I want in that person that I want for me. That I want to have a relationship with. These are the things that I hold dear These are the things that I want, 
you know, these are the characteristics. This is the type of person that I want for my kids. I want a good role model. I want someone who, who is honest and true, who's hardworking, who has a good heart. I mean, you can get very specific down to eye color if that's where it is. But write it out. Write it down because I bet you don't even know what you want. You don't even know what you're looking for. At, at this point in the game, especially if it's kind of new, all you're looking for is someone who is going to be better than what you just had. And really, a serial killer is probably better than what you just had because you don't know the serial killer that well till they show their craziness. So you have to be mindful about your relationships going forward because it's not just about you. It's about the kids that you have. That's really what it's all about. Now, there is no shame in going on online dating sites because, let's face it, in this world of social media, people use that avenue a lot. You'll see a lot of creepiness. Oh, and uh, it is not okay for a 40-something man to send um, dick pics, just so you know. That's not how you're going to get a quality person. Uh, and you shouldn't accept a person like that either, okay? Ew. Um, but, again, know the reason why you're on that site. Try not to... You don't want to be desperate when you are looking for a relationship. Okay? Be good with you. Be good with yourself. Be good with your company. And I know I've already said that, but it's something so important to keep repeating. You are an amazing person. Just because your relationship did not work out does not mean that you're doomed to live your life like this. And trust me, it's going to feel like that for a while, but it gets better. You have to believe it gets better. And I can say that without a doubt because that's exactly how I felt. If you would have asked me four, five, seven years ago if I would have met someone like Rick, I would have told you, uh, no. I am doomed to either be single for the rest of my life or it's Loserville Central. And that's just how it's going to go. But I wrote my list, and I wrote out everything that I wanted, everything, even my deal breakers. I, I, I mean, I spent a shit ton of time on this whole deal, and I tucked it away. The other day, I pulled this list out, and I'm like, holy shit. It's like I did my own little weird science, you know, deal. Where I put this guy together and boom, there he is. But I, but I held out. I mean, I did date other guys. Epic fails. Holy shit. And just for the record, uh, a couple of them my friends did meet. And they're like, oh, he's wonderful. And those turned out to be the most fucking psychotic ones of them all. Um, so you can't always trust your friends' opinions either. But what it comes down to is a couple of things. 
Don't feel that you're a failure at love. Okay? Don't feel you're a failure at love. Your number one job is to be a parent to your kids. That is the number one job. The number two job is stave off the crazies. Stave off the crazies and listen to your kids. When your kids tell you or voice their opinions or don't want to come and visit you because they don't like your girlfriend or your boyfriend, you might want to fucking take a big tip. It's not always your ex pushing them into a certain line of thinking. Kids are pretty pretty smart when it comes to that shit. Uh, also, who your ex is dating, unless the person is, you know, unless your kids are complaining, unless this person is hurting your kids, unless this person is exercising rights over your kids as if they're the parent, it's none of your business. And my message to those out there who are in relationships with people who have kids, especially the ones that have little kids, not the teenagers. Teenagers are, you know, off doing their own thing. But if you're in a relationship with somebody and they your significant other has a kid or kids, it is not your job to hand down punishments. It is not your place to rip them a new one. It is not your place to talk shit about their parent. It is not your place to do any of that. And I know you're going to get shitty with me and I know people are going to get upset when I say this, but you're not the parent. You're not even the step-parent. Your role is to make sure that that kid feels safe and comfortable around you. And never take that for granted. It's not an easy thing to 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 date. Um the other thing I would say is uh if you get divorced and you get married within 5 years of getting divorced, well, actually no, not 5 years. If you get divorced and you get married within the first 3 years that you've been divorced, like separated from that person, probably not a good idea. Not a good idea. I think four years, five years, you've got a good grasp on shit. You're not looking to, um, you know, replace. You're actually looking to have a good, thoughtful, mindful relationship. But don't just, you know, get divorced in May and then fucking get married in January. You know what I'm saying? I mean, give yourself some time to heal. That's important too. All right, guys. Have I probably given you too much? It's not easy. I'm not going to pretend that it is. But give yourself time. That's the most important is give yourself time. Give yourself a break. You're doing the best job that you can. And as long as you're being honest with your kids, honest with yourself... And doing the right thing always, that's the best thing. And remember, take the high road. Always, always take the high road. It's so fucking hard sometimes. And the high road can get real steep and your knees will get bloody because you're crawling on the high road. But never, ever sink down to a low level to make the other person hurt. Because in the end... 
both of you need to know that it's not each other that suffers. It's the kids. It is the kids that suffer and they will hold that shit forever. That's what you need to remember. All right, guys, I'm pretty sure I've depressed you enough. Nothing is useless. It's not, you know, it's, it's all going to get better. Just be smart. Just be mindful. And just be good to yourself. And always keep your kids in mind whenever you do anything. Or whoever you get involved with. I'm always here for you. If you need to talk, if you need help, if you feel like you just can't go on, that you just don't know what to do, there's resources out there. I've been through it. I got through it, and I'm on the other side, and I am happy to help you. There's a myriad of us who are here in your corner. Moms or dads, we want to help you out. Because if you're happy, your kids are going to be happy. Take care, sending you blessings and hugs, and I'll talk to you again. Bye-bye.